All right, so we are in Os Tess. We've been discussing Krishma, first Posuk, the soft whispered Posuk, the first paragraph and the second paragraph. And now we're up to Zechir Lysias Mitzvah, which is in the Parsha of Tzitzis. Okay, so... Now, the, the, the obvious question that the Ramchal is going to be dealing with is what is the purpose of mentioning a historic act? Part of the godless of learning Derech Hashem is it makes you take a step back from like just things that we take for granted, right? Like it's one of these questions that like all of a sudden like your secular uncle asks you like, fine, you, know, you want to think about the oneness of God, think about the oneness of God. If you want to think about that he runs the world, think about that he runs the world. What's the point of remembering what happened three and a half thousand years ago? Every day, twice a day, with Mitzvah Deraisa of Zechir Litzias Mitzrayim. Right? Zechir Litzias Mitzrayim. Remembering leaving Egypt. Twice a day we have that Mitzvah. What, what's the point of that? What's that accomplishing? It's where it all stems from. Good. Let it be. <laughs> Why do I need to mention it twice a day? Again, think about it. Contemplating the oneness of God, right? And accepting Him as King over yourself, and accepting the all of the mitzvahs, right? Those are all things that have to do with me now, with the reality around me, right? Um, again, we're not talking about someone who, like, uh, lacks in emuna, and therefore, um, like, is not really sure if really God runs the world or not. So, hey, by the way, you know, I'll remind you. Remember, remember, I took you out of. I've been remembering already twice a day for so many years. It's like, please, why do I have to continue doing this? Right? What is the purpose of it? You hear the kasha? Yeah, the kasha. Yeah. Right, so it's not a question in that it's important. Most important thing. Period. It's something There's that it's, like, it's, it's something that our faith is built upon. Great. Right. Mazel tov. Right. Okay. We've learned that. Let's move on. We don't have to re- re- relearn the alphabet every every day before you know, before we start learning. We relearn the alphabet every say, day. Uh, ashray. I mean, that's like there's lots of acrostics. We're constantly reminding ourselves. In order that we shouldn't forget what the alphabet is. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay, so... But could it be to show that we're not, we're not just like Hefker? You know, we transferred from one, uh, like, form of sli- not slavery, I guess, slavery service to another. But again, we just accepted Hashem as king. That's what we did in, the, in Shema. Hashem is one. He, you have to serve him. You have to do all those mitzvahs. We just said that. You're saying you're okay with that. Because that's the current, that's a right now. I am right now, every moment, you know, consciousness, presence of mind, right? You have to... What's the nafkamina between... Because this is... That helps me focus on on Hashem. Wait, sorry, that meaning what? Focusing on Echad. Yeah. I recognize Hashem is one. I have a relationship with Hashem that he is one. Right. Then Kolshkane, it's Yitzhak Mitzrayim, is also a... That's something that happened three and a half thousand years ago. It's a historical event. Why couldn't you ask the same question on Echad? Why we have to remember that? Why right now. That? It's not about remembering. It's not about remembering. It's not remembering of something that was. 
It's a recognition of what is. Can we recognize that we're Avadim to Hashem instead of... Uh, we just did. Uh, we just said that. Forget about Mitzrayim. You with your Mitzrayim. <laughs> we just acknowledge that Hashem is our king. Yeah? No, so what do you, why why do you have a mitzvah twice a day to make sure it's used in Israel? I have a bad answer. Okay, so keep that one for yourself. <laughs> All right, so says the, says the Ramchal the, that uh, the, the reason is because we're tapping in to a spiritual fountain of of Ashpah. Right, this is kind of similar to what we talk about with the Moedim. We're going to come up later on upon the Moedim, right? And when Pesach rolls around, we're going to be going deep into that, right? Why are we going to be going deep into it? We're going to be trying to tap into, we're going to be trying to uh, access some of that tremendous koach that happened back then, because it needs to happen now, that's the point. Right, so that's a once a year thing, but on a daily way, as we I'm, hopefully we've mentioned this in some context in the past, is awesome thing to remember is uh, in the in the uh, middle of the Gadosh Pesach we start talking about uh, the Drosha Rabbi Lazar Ben Azariah. The Rebbe Lezer ben Azariah says that until Ben Zoma came along, he was never Zohar to say Krishna by night, right? Until Ben Zoma taught, Kol Yemei Chayecha, days and the nights. Yeah? So what is what does that to do with, with, uh, with the Sipri's Yisman time? Sipri's Yisman time is once a year, it's Pesach, right? Here we're talking about a, uh, a daily mitzvah. So the Maral points out that Lamaisa, the Pasuk is talking about um, remembering the the the, the, um, the actual sipurit siyas mitzrayim, okay. But the if you do the sipurit siyas mitzrayim properly, then you'll be able to be mikhaim the mitzvah every day properly. Means to say, you can only remember an event. Let, let's say it like this: you can only remember something that you experienced. If I say to you, hey, you remember that one time we went skydiving? No, we never went skydiving, right? So first we have to go skydiving, and then we can try to keep it at the forefront of our mind, right? So, really every year it's reset on, on, on a fundamental level, right? Once, once a year has passed, things are out of mind, right? Avelus is that way. Once a year passes, that's it. It's a reset. The world resets, restarts, and you... It didn't happen really in the same way once a year has passed. Yeah? So every year, you have to first experience going out of Mitzrayim during Pesach. And then you can remember it on a daily way, on a little, a little miniature remembrance every day. Okay? But if you, so to the whatever extent you, so a person, I guess, didn't celebrate at all, at all so then it will be a very, uh, very weak. Zechir Yitzis Mitzrayim for the whole year, right? If you had an awesome 
unbelievable geula, then you can then you can have a very powerful zuchiris yitzias mitzrayim every day. Okay, that was a little bit of a tangent, but but the point was that we're looking to tap into that power. Okay, so Aleph, the Rambam is going to explain to us what exactly happened with yitzias mitzrayim. And then he's going to show us that, okay, that when we say, or the, when we mention Yitzhiya Mitzrayim, then, then we are tapping into that power. Make sense? Sort of. Is it the same idea? So, like, for the Haggadah, we say, Chai that you were actually there. That's right. So is the Ramchal saying the same thing? Sure. Every morning, every night, we well, need to really connect with the fact that we were actually, I mean, that's... Uh, Sure, but but he's uh, saying something deeper than that. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's it's more. I, I'm assuming you've heard this concept before from the morale, for example. The morale says it many times. The Ramchal is going to talk about it explicitly as well. This concept that the modem, all the modem. This is the first time he's introducing a reference to quote unquote um, commemorating a historical event. He'll talk about it more when we talk about Pesach and and uh, Sukkot and things, right? Um, but the the default is. Who cares about historical events, right? That's it's that's in the history, right? And then the answer is that we've all heard many times. No, no, no. I'm re-accessing that energy right now. So that's that's what he's saying here. This is really the first mitzvah that we have of commemorating a historical event. And so the answer is that we're going to be tapping into that energy that happened over there, okay? And now we have to understand what kind of energy there was in Yisus Mitzrayim. And why it's so important that you know it's the only one that we have, you know, that we have twice a day. I mean, how often do we rem- do we remember Purim? Once a year, once a year right? How, how often? I mean, we need to tap into that energy also, but it's once a year, right? Hanukkah, we tap into it once a year, right? You see, it's Mitzrayim. We need to tap into that twice every day. That's a very, very central role that it plays in in uh, in our lives. So we're gonna, we have to see why. Okay. Okay. So um, we already learned that when other Mauritians sinned, he basically plummeted himself down into the depths of Ra uh, in a pretty major way, almost losing. You know the the almost losing the shame Adam, right? And then from then Hashem in His mercy gave us gave humanity an opportunity to extricate themselves from that from that lowly state, and that was going to last for a limited period of time, twenty generations, right? And who uh, who was the only person that got himself out of that? <coughs> Avram Avram very good, right? Okay, so, and and then and through that, he merited to be the root for people who would be different, who would be still in the, in the Tzuras Adam. So, uh, in, in, the, in the real, you know, the real Adam, Adam Atem, right? Atem Karuim Adam, Vlo Umos the true Adam, the true Tzalem Alukim, is the person who is in the real Eved Hashem, right? So, 613 mitzvahs, that's, that's a real Eved Hashem, that's uh, that's a real Adam. So, okay, fine, but Avram Avinu already did it, right? So what's, he already pulled himself out of Ukazdim, right? He already took himself out of the Avodah He made himself different. So what's, what's the need over here? 
So he says that that's only on an individual level. But on a national level, it didn't happen yet. And this is a kind of a... It seems like a subtle point, but it's uh, something that's actually a very big difference. Uh, an individual, you know, it, it's not uh, reproducible per se. It's not, it's a, you know, it's a Yotzi Minaklal. Okay, so he did it. Good for him. He's, he's a special person. Maybe other special people could do it. But to make that there's a nation like that, that's a whole um, different level of breaking out of the clutches of the Sahara which did not yet exist in the world, meaning the world was not yet a place that could have a nation which is dedicated to serving Hashem. It could have individuals, but it couldn't have, it could not yet, it could not yet be a place, there was too much evil in the world that there could be a nation serving Hashem. So, therefore, um, Hashem had to do two things. Aleph, um, Put the Jewish people through a purification process. That's the that's the the crucible of Egypt, right? The um, where we were uh, refined, um, like like gold has to be refined, has to be burnt at very high temperatures to get all the impurities out and etc. Right? That that's one. And um, but then after you do that, you actually have to get it out. Effectively, right? Meaning, it just stays burning in there. It's not going to do anyone any good, right? So here, the the Ramchal says um, four awesome lishonos. I want to discuss these lishonos. I'll read these this little bit inside. Um, when the right time came, he's a kaldun boruhu. Hashem strengthened his uh, divine influence, his manifestation of himself, and his illumination, and four things happened. Subjugated the evil from in front of us. Two. Talk about all four of them. One second. Two. Hivdil Osamimeno separated us from it. Three Romaim Osanu Mina Shiflus Shahayubo elevated us from that lowly state. And four Vehalam Elov and elevated them unto him. And therefore we turned out it turns out as a result of these four stages that we were uh, saved from evil, a uh, eternal salvation. And from there, then onwards, we are able to be a nation, which is Dvuka Bo Yisborach Umisa clinging to Hashem and crowning ourselves like a language of a terrace, like a terrace army, crowning us with our closeness to Hashem. That's what this call is called, right? We have to remember that greatness that we have. Okay, so so what are these four languages? Okay, so does anyone know uh, four yeah. languages mentioned in the Chumash that have to do with being taken out of Egypt? Oh, yeah. yeah. It has to do with the Arab Kosos, right? It has to do with the... Um, That's right. 
the uh, the, the four things that a person is doing in terms, like when they say uh, when they bench a, a gomel it kind of connects to each one of those I think um no, that that might be a drop thing yeah yeah okay anyway okay Gaalti okay the good that's the third one salty that's the second one okay keep it backwards <laughs> and then you have to pick up the last one uh, uh, uh now good that's the fourth one okay now go back pick up the first one <laughs> Very good. Wow. Usually when people do things out of order, it doesn't work out, but uh, <laughs> as they managed to do it. Okay, very good. So just for those that are not good at playing, um, I don't know, whatever game that Ping-pong, was. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, <laughs> Okay? So those seem to be really hard to remember. So I think... Over here, the Ramchal is speaking out those four stages uh, in in a in a more relatable language. I Meaning, as opposed to just the concise words in 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 the Chumash, um, he's actually speaking them out. So, first of all, you know, these these four are uh, two that are four, which means two that each one of them subdivides into two more. Okay, so what are the two? First of all, is breaking away from Mitzrayim. And second of all, is connecting to Hashem. Those are the two. Now, each one of those subdivides into two. Into, into two. Yeah? So, breaking away from Mitzrayim. So, you can imagine, like, Mitzrayim is latched onto us. Like, the, right, latched on. Right? So, first, you have to break the grip. Right? And then, you pull away. Those are, those are two, right? And then, with Hashem, you have to come close to Him and then latch on. Or I guess Hashem takes. Hashem takes? Us. Grabs on to us. Same with them breaking away from Mitzrayim. So for, again, so the, Mitzrayim are latched on to us. So first, to break that grip. Second of all, is to pull away from them. Thirdly is to come close to Hashem, and fourthly is Hashem takes a hold of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so let's see. So first, so correlate to like the person stopping a bad habit. Sumi Rav Asetov, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're seeing it everywhere. I guess I guess Shlomo Melech really meant it. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, we had that on Sunday morning. Sumer Avasitov. David, thank you. What's that? That's Sunday morning. We had it Sunday morning. In the morale. Yeah. I've, I've been seeing it so many places that uh, I don't remember anymore. Yes. That's a good sign. Yep. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, so, I guess, let's just walk through what these, uh, how we see. So first of all, the language of, of the Ramchal himself, right? Vekafa es name. So first of all, so Ra right now starts off on top. It's choking us. It's got us in a head grip, right? In a chokehold, whatever it is, right? So first is to subjugate it. Now, we can still be very close with them, with buddies and pals and everything, right? But they're subjugated. I mean, we still have a relationship, but they're no longer on top. Second, 
is hivdil osanumimenu, is to separate us from them. Okay, so now not only are they not holding us in a headlock, but we're also not even close to them. Yeah. So now we start going in another direction. Veromeim osam mina shiflus shehayubo, elevating us. Now elevation is already doing what? Elevation is a positive thing, right? It's not simply the removal of a negative thing, but it's a positive thing, right? And that that positions us what close to Hashem, right? Okay. So therefore, vehe'elam elov and elevated them, me us, to Hashem. So that's a connection. That's the landing, right? So you, 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 that, that's the landing path, the, the attachment. The first step itself seemingly would draw a person closer to Hashem. Right? Which step? The getting the, the Egypt. breaking away. Well, remember. Okay, so what's that? So we got is two. It, like we have two that are four. The first one is the the, the again two big concepts. One is pulling away from Egypt. The other one is coming close to Hashem. Each one of them really subdivides into two parts. First, breaking their hold on us, mm-hmm. and then pulling away from them, mm-hmm. and then pulling up to Hashem, and Hashem taking hold of us. Right. Okay. So which one are you talking about? Seems that the act of stopping to do the bad thing. Or at least try to break the grip. Which one? Breaking the grip or breaking pulling the, away? Breaking the grip. Okay. And, and pulling away. Breaking okay. the grip for sure, it seems like, would be would, or would automatically connect the person closer to a show. No, you can still be very low. You're just not under Egypt's subjugation anymore. And you're not associating with them. But you're still yourself a lowly person. I would think that the... Let's, the lack of negativity. That's, that's a, a lack of negativity, right? So you took away the negativity, right? right. You took away the negativity. So that but there's nothing positive yet. So that wouldn't open up a more light? It opens up the possibility for Uh-huh. Right? You are now primed. You're ready. for Okay. For more light, right? But it doesn't have to be. Right? So Hashem sends even more hashpah that actually elevates us mm-hmm. to become tzaddikim, right? To become very elevated people, very lofty people, and then we can become his people. Okay. That's the lakakti. That's the first step. Okay. So, so the um, so the morale says that hotseisi. If you read the whole pasuk, is hotseisi mitaches sigus mitzrayim, which the the moral gvuras Hashem Ezra which parak talks about the arbalishonus of Gula parak Lamed not so long ago all right we'll cut you a break for this because it's been a little bit of a rough rough kufa um, Ari you would know right the arbalishonus of Gula very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, so he says is corresponding there are three languages that, Hashem, that Avram Avinu was told uh, during Brisbane and Basarim that is going to happen to the Jewish people right we're going to be Gerim in a land that is not ours we're going to be enslaved and we're going to be afflicted question. I don't know if it's, rela- if it's related then great. If not, then we can move on. What was the reason for Hashem telling Afram about that beforehand? 
Yeah, I think we'll we'll okay. I'll t- talk about it afterwards. Okay. Yeah. And the truth is, we're, the Ramchal is going to talk about it himself. So okay. let's uh, about, about. I don't remember if he talks about Brisbane and Basarim, but he'll talk, definitely talk about Shiva and Shrine. Okay. Yeah. So um, there's only three. That's true. Wait, that doesn't match up perfectly. It does. Ah, there's one more. I know. Okay. Okay. Um, Zachary thought he caught me on a three, <laughs> three to four. It's, uh, I have if I if I have enough fingers to count it, then then, then I'm good. Once I already get past ten, then it becomes more difficult. Okay. Um, so um, so the so the when Hashem starts undoing it, he starts undoing it from the from the harshest. Right, so being exiled from our own land—that's the le- that's the least harsh. That was even while Yitzhak was living in Canaan. That was already counting towards the four hundred years of being gayer be'aris lolahem. Right. Um, so, okay, enslaved slaves is—I mean, you could have. It's not you know, technically it's not, it's not so bad to be a slave theoretically. It depends on it could be your work, it could be your food and rent all taken care of, right? Um, but but the inui, the affliction, the the, the the grinding of all this perach, right? The, the crushing labor—that's that that that's the harshest, right? So hotseisi mitaka sivlus mitzrayim that I took you out. Uh, yeah, I will take you out from the burdens, meaning the crushing burdens. Right? It's one thing to just be a slave; but it's another thing to be crushed under this intolerable pressure. Right? That's. So that Hashem takes us. That, that's the first language of Hotzei. We're still avodim, just regular avodim, you know, just like you know, herding their flocks or, or, or whatever it is. Right? So then the next one is is Hitzalti is Hatzala uh, from any shibud, and then uh, and then afterwards is Hitzalti uh, is taking us out of the goals altogether. And then finally, Lakakti doesn't need to correspond to one of the bad things that are happening because Lakakti is cool or good. Yeah, meaning it's being taken to Hashem. But yeah? three is also an Aseto. Well, kind of. But, but uh, in, in this rubric, as long as you're not in your own land, it's kind of. It's Aseto from zero. And when you go from zero to positive, that's still you're starting. It's still going from a, a bad to a. It's. I mean, you're right. The hatsala or over there is kind of already. A, it's going from a negative to a positive. You're going from being a sojourner in somebody else's land to now going to your own land. Yeah, and then and the lakati is already coming, being close to Hashem. So then it would parallel that the kfiya sara, meaning the Egyptians were. Afflicting us. That's the headlock. That's the you know they're super strong, and we're and they're crushing us, and the pressure is intolerable, right? For that, the hotseisi mitachas silas mitzrayim. I'll take you out. That's the that's the that's what the Ramchal here calls it. Kafes haralif name. He broke their power over us, but we're still there of them. So then, hivdilosamimenu. Separate us from them. That's Hitzalti. Uh, okay, but we're still in a lowly state. We're still out of our, uh, you know, we're still far away. So he elevated us. That's, you know, like, uh, corresponding to Hitzalti. 
sorry, apologies, Galti, right, Gula, 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 where, Gula is already a positive, right, Gula is, we're weird for Gula, Hatsala is just that there's nobody, like, causing you trouble, right, you only call Hatsala if you're in trouble, right, but Geula is not just a lack of trouble. Geula, what we're waiting for is Mashiach comes, we rebuild the base of Middash. That's Geula. Right? Geula is a, is a positive. Right? And then, and then after that is the Lakicha. Hashem taking us to Him. So those, so those, those seem to be the four. So this is my own personal parallel. So take it with a grain of salt. But that's what I would say. That these four languages that the Ramchal is using over here correspond to the four languages of Gula. Which one is your own parallel? The Ramchal to the four or the four to the three? The Ramchal to the four. Okay. But he certainly is saying, either way, two that are four, two of breaking away, and then two of connecting to Hashem. Right? And each one you need to break the connection, move away, move up to, and make the connection. That we see. This is what we're trying to tap into with uh, oh. the third. Uh, with the Yitzis Mitzrayim, in, in, in the Parsha of Tzitzis. Yeah. Right. So, we're so that's what he's going to say now. Right? So, th- so this was the Geulus. <coughs> this was the Geulus that we had. Geulus Olam. Meaning it's an everlasting Geulus. Umisham Vahala. Right, we, from henceforth we, were, we would be a nation, a nation who is close to Hashem. All the good things that we that, that we get. Everything is from it, because that's where we established our relationship to Hashem. It all comes from there. Valkain Nistavinu Lizkor Oso Tamid Ulehazkiro Bipinu. That's why we've been commanded to say it and to say it with our mouth, out loud, meaning as opposed to just thinking about it. Shal Ze Mishaze Katsikunahu. Because the truth is, it's not yet over. It wasn't. It, Hashem didn't do it all the way. Why didn't Hashem do it all the way? So he doesn't say it here, but but uh, in other svarim it's explained that we, like we know, learned in the beginning of Derech Hashem, the purpose of Hashem putting us into this world is that we should do what? That we should overcome our Yitzhahara, that we should perfect ourselves, right? We should be free will decision makers. That's, the, that's, that's, that's not in this world. I mean, why did Hashem create us is that we should cling to Hashem. But why did He put us into this world? Yeah, was for the challenge. Yeah, right. This is the gym, right? To make it our own. Exactly. So, would it make much sense for Hashem to go and to totally destroy the Yitzhahara in Egypt, to blow it out of the water, and that's it? There's no more Yitzhahara. Everything's been defeated. Everything's been overcome, and we're just. So then, then we didn't earn anything, right? The Hashem just did the whole thing for us, right? In fact, the the Lashem says that's why Chazal say that that um, 
that we couldn't remain in Egypt even one second longer. Right, when Hashem took us out, we had to we had to leave immediately. Why? Then Buddha stayed for one more second. The revelation of the divine was so powerful, so great, that the Yitzhahara would have been dead forever. And then there would have been no ability to for to kind of recoup and make a second you know make a second go at it. Right? And that's what's necessary. So Hashem left it, you know, beaten, but not, but not dead, right? And then, so but now, we need to finish off the job. It would have been too powerful that Hashem would have had to kill it? No, no, no. What, what, I don't, what? You're talking about a man of Hashem. Yeah. A very, very high-intensity level manifestation of Hashem. It says, right? 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 Okay. We say in the God. So, Yitzhahara can't exist in such a high-level manifestation of Hashem. Right, so would have had to himself no, he already was revealing himself. That was a revelation. So if we would have remained in Egypt for another another moment, it's how it would have been annihilated. It's like a vampire, you know, being exposed to the very high intensity sunlight. Right? So you expose No? It doesn't work? Oh, okay. You made a face. I thought that, that was a, that's how these things work. So the point is, so you, so you expose him enough to like where he's weakened and he like falls over, right? But then, but then you want to close the blind, right? So that, so that he can make a comeback. Right. Okay. So the curtain open all the way. What's the mechanism? The mechanism, it's not. I mean, I think Joe's supposing that the revelation would have to be bigger because they would be lower. Who would be lower? The, the Jews, since they're in their moment longer, they're, therefore they're lower, therefore the revelation has to be bigger. Oh, and no, 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 no. No, it would have remained in Egypt any longer. Sorry. Once the revel after ten plagues already, right now, Paro is screaming, "Everyone, get out! Get out! Right now, everyone has to go!" Right? If we would have stayed there a little bit longer, and that moment, yes, lived in revelation mode a little bit longer. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Isn't there a good clarification? What? The Torah, the pinnacle of clarity and revelation for the Jewish people. Yeah. So what's wrong? You're saying the revelation was getting too strong. In Egypt. That's right. Yeah. But then it got stronger at Harsinai. What, what am I missing? Take a breather. That's a good point. Yeah. The revelation at Harsinai. She's saying, how did the Yetzirah not get killed over there? I mean, we're in the, we're in the world of very spooky so, uh, school, but yeah, uh, that's the question. Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I'm, it's hard for me to weigh up the differences between the, the different forms of revelation. But one is Hashem giving us the Torah. Another one is uh, uh, where Hashem is crushing the enemies. Right. So whatever Gilush Hina means means they're already um, they couldn't take it anymore. You know. To be fair, people did die. I don't know what dying means in Harsinai, right? So I don't know if that like has to. The Jewish people right. died, and they, yeah. I mean, their neshama left them, and then right. they came back. And then so obvious Hashem. and whatever. And so right. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes any difference, and because no, nobody, people died in in Mariam, uh, but it wasn't related to the revelation. So. Um, what do you mean? Didn't the didn't the firstborn of Egypt die? 
Yeah. And, um, what I'm talking about is people seeing Hashem. No, I understand, but the, that is a manifestation of Hashem. Uh-huh. That's a negation of Ra. In fact, um, Midrash says, I think maybe even Rashi brings it, the Paro thought that they were all going to die. He just brings down that same question further. Right, that's why they were so um, panicky. I mean, it's not, not just the firstborn, but that they were all going to die. Hmm. And in fact, that wasn't so far off the mark. I mean, the Midrash is speaking to a deeper point of the Sahara, right? That that the entire Yet Sahara was going to get was going to get annihilated. That's why there was such a panic. Okay. Anyway, this is more for when we get to uh, we get to we we'll get to we're going to discuss uh, a bit of uh, Pesach. Yeah. But uh, that's the that's the reason why we need to tap into it twice a day, every day. We're going to be doing it tonight at Marv, right? So make sure to focus on that because that is the place where we have our our freedom from. Freedom means our spiritual powers, right? Our spiritual powers kind of stem from there, right? That's what made us a nation. That's what made us uh, a Jewish nation. That's what made us... Um, you know, liberated from the grips of the Sahara and empowered to overcome it. So then when we tap into that, that's where we are uh, really empowering that um, that moment we, re- you know, we are bringing that back in to um, you know affect that a little bit more every day. Okay? On a, on a lower level, what's that mean? Like, what's the catchphrase? For example, like, you're Makali Ol Mokum Shavayim, and then you're Makali Ol Mitzvah, like, this is the Mitzvah that you do, and then you're... And then you're seeing the negation of evil, and you're experiencing the negation of evil, and actually does that. By remembering it, you're actually... Uh, causing on a spiritual level that that the that A, evil should be the power of evil should be broken we should be separated from it that we should be elevated up above all the lowly pursuits and taken to Hashem those four stages as we experience them as we, t- as we talk about it in uh, that actually happens to us on some level. No, because this is practical. Everything until now was theoretical, up there, right? This is where the rubber hits the road, right? Uh, the Kriyishma and Vayayim Shemoa, uh, Vayayim Shemoa, the first paragraph, second paragraph, those are all in the abstract, in, in, in the realm of thought. That could have been, that, that could have been a discussion that people had, you know, the, 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 people could be thinking that in a bubble, being in all my boy, you could be you could be saying that, right? I mean, not, not the wouldn't make so much as doing mitzvahs, but theoretically, you know what uh, here it's 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 actual practical application in Olamazah. What happens when when all that theory encounters the Yitzhahara and um, 
the Yitzhahara is overcome and we are elevated. Okay, very good.